This is episode 334. Should I stay in my relationship or go? Welcome to Over It and On With It. I'm your host, Christine Hassler, and for over a decade, I've been a life coach, speaker, and author. Each week, you'll hear me work directly with a caller as I coach them through a goal they wanna accomplish or an obstacle they may be facing. I'll provide a blend of practical and spiritual advice as well as tangible actions you can apply to your own life. Now, let's get on with the episode. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for joining me today. Before we dive into the show, I just want to remind everybody that we are enrolling in the Elementum Coaching Institute. The program starts around March 14th or so. We're already really getting close to capacity. It is the most comprehensive coaching certification program out there, and in my opinion, We're actually making it nine months, not six months this year. Give a little more space to integrate all the lessons. It is personal development mixed with learning the best tools out there, mixed with having an epic community, mixed with a lot of fun, (laughs) mixed with a lot of opportunity to up-level your life in all aspects. So if you're interested in applying, it's for coaches who already are coaches and want to be better. It's for aspiring coaches, and it's also for people who just want better tools and skills in their life. Maybe you're in a management position or maybe you're a parent or maybe you're in some kind of leadership position and you just you just want more tools. You want more skills to communicate better, to be more effective in your life. So again, elementumcoachinginstitute.com. And we are also going to be doing a free webinar that's coming up February 10th, where myself, Steph, Preston, Alexi, my two colleagues in this program, sorry, my three colleagues in this program, it's hard to call my husband a colleague, will be sharing some of our best tips for how to really create amazing results for your clients. And the link for that is Elementum Coaching Institute slash go-pro-masterclass. That link will be in the show notes and I will also be emailing about it so you can join that way as well. So should I stay or should I go? Such a question many of you ask, be it relationships, be it a job, be it a city you live in, sometimes it's so hard to not know. And in my opinion, if the answer isn't really clear, it means one of two things. Either it is clear, but we don't like it, and so we're trying to make it work, or we just don't have enough clarity yet. Like it's not time to make the yes or no decision. And so I talk through with Sarah the different circumstances of her relationship, and we jump around and we talk about a lot of different topics, but what mainly what we get to is there's not enough information yet. So if you're in one of those choice points in your life and you just are struggling, should should I stay? Should I go? Should I do this? Should I do that? Either, again, you know, but you don't really like the answer and you don't want to do it, or you just need more time. It's not time to make the decision yet. So as you're listening to this coaching call with Sarah, consider, are you in a situation that you're doubting and wondering if you should end it or keep going? Do you feel like you're in a relationship where you're really focused on growth and you so want your partner to be, but they just don't seem to value it as you do? Would you say that you sometimes show up more controlling in a relationship? Do you have communication breakdowns and issues in your relationship or relationships? So keep these questions in mind as you listen to my coaching call with Sarah. Sarah, welcome to the show. What's your question? 
Well, my question is around, I've been in a long-term relationship for almost six years now. And my boyfriend is a really, he's lovely. He's so wonderful. And we really struggle with some communication things. We've been to couples counseling for a short period of time and it did help, but we weren't able to continue for external reasons. And he kind of stopped doing the things that we, we learned in there. And that's been a couple of years ago now. And we've come to this place where I've unfortunately had to sort of give him an ultimatum and Mm -hmm. say, if you don't get signed up for counseling by this time, like I have to be done. Like I can't do this with you anymore because we just fight all the time. It doesn't matter how I try to talk to him. I try really, I try to pay a lot of attention to when I, when I try to talk to him about something that's upsetting me, I say, I feel this way about this thing that happened. And, you know, I've, I've tried to do everything that anybody has ever recommended around how to word things in a way where you're not attacking Mm -hmm. or, blaming, Mm -hmm. but just coming from like, this is my experience. And it just, it, it just hasn't gone well. He gets angry, he gets defensive or he shuts down and we just can't talk about anything really once he does that. Mm. And at this point he, he has made an appointment to see a counselor because this all kind of went down just in the last few weeks. And I'm in this place now where I know I love him. I know he's a really good person, but I'm really struggling with I know that we're, you know, you don't need someone to be the same as you to be with them, but I'm struggling with feeling like, how do I know if this is right to continue? Like part Mm -hmm. of me is so exhausted that I can't handle any more Mm -hmm. conflict. I just can't. I mean, I've, I've been telling him for three years that Mm -hmm. I would eventually hit that point if we didn't address these things. And Mm -hmm. now we're here and I feel really proud of myself for being able to express my needs because that's something I used to not be able to do at all. And Mm -hmm. I feel like I, I've learned to do that and I've learned to like, not just kind of keep my mouth shut and, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, I still struggle with it, but I, I feel like I've been as clear as I know to how to be or can be about what I need. And now I'm just kind of waiting and I'm trying to figure out like, how do I, how do I be in this space? How do I know if I even want to keep going, even though he, yes, he has agreed to do this thing. Right. But part of me is like, gosh, it's like how much further down the line could you have pushed it before trying to do something, you know? Like, (laughs) yeah, no, I get it. So I hear you. So a couple things. I, I don't believe we need to be the same either, but I do believe we need to have the same values especially the same kind of top values. So it sounds to Mm -hmm. me like you really value growth, growth, personal development, like whatever you want to call it, consciousness. And he might say he does, but actions speak louder than words. And if he's been putting it off for this long and it got to an ultimatum point, then he, it's probably not one of his top values. And that, that can be really challenging in a relationship. So yeah, we can be different personalities, mm-hmm. have different preferences, but if we don't have aligned values, it's going to be really tough. Mm-hmm. It's going to be tough. Yeah. And it sounds like he's been the perfect person for you to teach you about not suppressing, not people pleasing, mm-hmm. not withdrawing as a way to avoid conflict and just kind of sucking it up and being like, well, I don't want this. I want this argument to end. So I'm just going to be quiet. So it sounds like you've learned a lot 
yeah, and you've grown a lot sure. as well. And yeah. that it, you could have what I like to call a journeymate relationship. It could be one of these things where you came mm-hmm. in to teach each other valuable lessons. But in terms of being a side-by-side partnership that really goes the distance, this may not be it. And I don't know yet. I have to ask you more questions. Mm-hmm. So yeah, can you summarize the best you can? Like, what is the conflict about? Where do you guys get stuck? I feel like we get stuck because if I, as an example, like if something happens and I have feelings about it that are something other than me being happy, if they're in any way, like what you might call negative feelings. And I say, okay, I'm aware I'm having these feelings and I want us to be able to like talk about that because I'm, I don't assume that my own, my feeling about it is, is like the reality. And it's because he did something wrong. I really try to look at it as I'm having this reaction, help me like work through this. So we can kind of each see our own part in this because maybe it is me, but we like, if I try to say that, if I come to him and say like, I'm having this on some other than happy feeling, I feel like he, his response to that is anything but oh, that's interesting. Like, let's talk about that. Mm. It's, and that's where the, like, that's where the communication just breaks down is like, he cannot handle me trying to like bring something out into the open that he would prefer to just kind of brush, you know, brush it under the rug. Let's just keep going and pretend like everything's fine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So how does he handle it? Does he withdraw? Does he stonewall you? Does he yell? What does he do? He does all those things. It just Mm -hmm. depends on the day and like where, how stressed out he is. He Mm -hmm. will yell, he will shut down. He'll turn it into like, well, you did this thing and, and I'm upset about this and I'm going to drag everything out that I'm upset about now. Mm -hmm. And he'll get defensive. He Mm -hmm. interrupts me, cuts me off, yells at me. Mm -hmm. I mean, those are like, like the worst, you know? Right. But overall, if you could summarize it, you want to go, you want to talk things out. He gets, yeah. sounds like defensive or feels attacked in some way or it triggers yeah. something in him and you're shut down in a variety of ways. And then yeah. you feel like you it can't just, make progress because the problem isn't yeah. solved. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And if, if he were on the phone, what would he say what's hard about you in communication? <laughs> Probably that he says, I try to dig into things too much. I think he would prefer that like to keep things at a very surface level or just barely below the surface. And I am someone who chronically is like, well, why is that? Like, let's, let's explore that. And Mm -hmm. let's try to understand that more because to me, there's always things underlying that. Like, um, so I think he, he would say that I just, it's never enough depth for me. It's always, I think he feels like I just dig too deep or I keep asking and, and he doesn't know, he doesn't have the answers. Well, let me ask you this. Are you looking for depth or are you looking for connection? Both. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say, I have a very analytical mind, like, I, and I know that I, I'm aware of that aspect of my personality, but I'm mm-hmm. also looking for connection because I want to know who he is, you know, like all of it. I don't want just like the surface. Right. Right. And yeah, that's the thing. A lot of times when we say like we're digging or whatever, what we're really looking for is connection. What we're really looking for is for someone to really see us 
and hear us Mm -hmm. and know us and for us to see and hear and know another. So I do have a little, not concern, but something coming up around your analytical mind. So Mm -hmm. energetically, you might be coming to him in a way that to him feels judgmental, that to him feels like you're Mm -hmm. picking him apart, that to him feels maybe even controlling. And so I love Mm -hmm. that you've practiced ownership language and you've practiced saying things and, you know, maybe you've done nonviolent communication. Who knows? Like you've done things. And Mm -hmm. I'm wondering how much you've really, really dropped into your feminine and you've really dropped into your vulnerability. And you've said to him things like, I, when I come to you and I share this, you know, part of me is nervous to share this because I'm Mm -hmm. scared of your reaction and I feel really tender right now. And I'm just wondering if you think you can hear me and be open to having a conversation with me or something like that. I don't know. I'm putting words in your mouth, but I'm, I'm curious mm-hmm. how much you've really dropped in to feminine vulnerability and spoken from your heart and from more your emotional body than your mind. Well, I think it's really interesting you're bringing that up because one of the things I've I've really become very aware of is, you know, we've been together for almost six years now and I was in an abusive relationship for almost 10 years and I had been Mm. out of that relationship for four years, like a a good long while. And I'd had other relationships in between before I met him and I had done a lot of work. And when we got together, I felt like I was in a really good place. Like I felt really balanced and I felt like I could be in that feminine, like more um, just open, soft, like receptive kind of space. And that's how I felt going into the relationship. And one of the things that I've really noticed is that he's someone who in life in general, and this is just my own understanding, you know, so I realize like there could be things I'm not seeing. I feel like he's very reactive to life. Like he doesn't Mm -hmm. He doesn't think very far down the line. And I have felt in the relationship, like I have ended up having to really take, like, I'm someone who's very intentional about my life. Mm -hmm. And it has felt very frustrating to me to feel like I have to do that for both of us all the time. Because if I don't do it, it won't get, none of it will get done. Like literally Mm -hmm. it will not get done. I mean, I, I have arranged for us financially to buy two different houses. I'm Mm -hmm. the one who like wants to talk about financial security and do Mm -hmm. we have retirement? And, you know, I'm the one that sort of, I take care of all the bills and I do all this stuff. And I, I have recognized like how, how much that has, I have felt forced into this place where I can't be, I don't feel like it's okay for me to be in that more feminine space because I feel like, Mm -hmm he can't handle it. It doesn't feel safe. And he's pretty much proven to me that like, I can't be in that space with him because Mm -hmm. he, he'll just kind of sit there and I don't know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's not, it doesn't feel good. Mm -hmm. And so I, I feel very trapped in my own, like that's the other part of my personality of like being super analytical and having to like push all the time. Right. I feel very trapped in it right now, honestly. Right. And you don't trust that if you really move into that more feminine energy, that feminine energetic, that things won't fall apart. And and that's the that's also the thing. And that's 
part of the misunderstanding about the feminine too. You've probably heard me talk about this. Mm -hmm. Like our, our Mm -hmm. perception and our limited understanding of the feminine is that it's like more passive and Mm it's more flowy and it's, it's less about getting shit done. It's not any of those things. It can be incredibly, I mean, Mm -hmm. females give birth. (laughs) There's, there's a lot that we do. And, and I don't just mean like female bodies. I mean the feminine energetic, right? So it's, it's, I think that you're really learning what that is because you're kind of in a protective behavior of controlling everything. And that dynamic in your relationship isn't really creating the invitation for him to step into more of that leadership Mm -hmm. role. So just to backtrack a little bit, literally, what was the dynamic Mm -hmm. between your parents like? I feel like they have a very kind of a strange dynamic My mom is very passive aggressive and my dad is like, he's very masculine in some really traditional kind of ways. Like he's an engineer, he's very intellectual. He's, you know, he's a problem solver, a fixer, but he is not, uh, he would himself say like, he does not have a lot of testosterone in the Mm -hmm. sense of being like a really, uh, sort of forceful person. He's not that way at all. My mom, I have always felt like my mom was kind of in control of, Mm -hmm things from a, but in a very passive aggressive kind of way. And I, I found out some things after I had like reached adulthood and was no longer in the house that really reinforced that when Mm -hmm. I, when I knew about them, Mm -hmm. um, that basically he, my, my dad sort of just does what he, whatever he needs to do to keep her happy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I, I think I always sort of knew that. And I, I never got a, when I was younger, I really didn't get along well with my mom. I perceived her to be very weak and I kind of perceived women to be weak in general, like Mm -hmm. all emotional all the time. And just, I don't know, my, I, I ended up with a very strong idea that it was better to be like my dad. Mm -hmm. Um, and I identified much more strongly with him, even though he, like, I recognize now he's not. I don't ever, I don't think he has ever really been in control of that situation. I think she mostly has. Right. You've taken some of that on. Yeah. I don't think I ever thought about that before. Yeah. It's like a weird mix of like his traits and her traits, Mm -hmm. but not in a good way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So there is a level of, um, again, for a man to really step up, there has to be that like muse energy, invitation energy from the feminine. Otherwise Mm -hmm. they're going to feel controlled and judged and they're going to either react and be aggressive, push away, rebel, or get super submissive. And it sounds like he kind of reacts Mm -hmm. in communication things and is submissive in financial things. So it's definitely taking two to tango on this. And I acknowledge and feel the amount of personal development you've done where I think there's room to grow is in untethering yourself from a lot of these patterns you learned from mom and dad and a lot of the beliefs Mm -hmm. that you took on and a lot of the subconscious, like just ways of being that, that you're in. Mm -hmm. Cause again, if I like had him here right now and I asked him, Mm -hmm. Do you feel like Sarah really creates a safe, loving space for you to be who you need to be, express what you need to express, and feel completely not judged? 
do you think he'd say yes? No, I don't. I know he wouldn't. Yeah. I don't feel like I can even do that right now because I feel like my frustration level and my feeling of not getting what I need has become so big. Yeah. Like loud and big that I, I feel like I, I mean, I, I felt for a while like I could barely function. Yeah. But here's the thing. So a yeah. lot of times we aren't very good at getting what we need because getting mm-hmm. what we need is more up to us than the other person. Getting what we need is being able to communicate in a way that people can hear us and communicate in a way that people can understand what we need and give ourselves what we need too in the dynamic. So, you know, in terms of the question, should you stay or should you go? I mean, definitely not one I can answer for you, but it it sounds to me like there's an energetic you haven't quite created within yourself to really see mm-hmm. how he'd respond to it. And I'm not saying it's up to you. It's up to him too. And right. and you said he's going to counseling alone or you're going together? He's going to start by himself first, right right now. I, yeah, I told him that I'd be willing to go to a couple's counselor, mm-hmm. but only if he does his own work because we've already tried just going as a couple. And yeah. I just... I, I, I really felt like I need to see that he's, he wants to do this for himself because I, I have gotten to a point where I don't want to, I cannot put any more into it if I feel like it's just me doing it. Okay. Well, then that's Um, where you are right now. That's where you are. Yeah. But I, but if he, if he wants like, and him making this appointment has made me feel like, okay, like, you know, he is willing to do this. And so that has given me like a little bit of added energy because honestly, even just two weeks ago, I, I thought I was going to have a mental breakdown. I was like, Mm. I can't do this anymore. I am so drained and I am so at the end of my rope. Like I'm, I'm, I'm off the end of the rope. I feel like I'm dangling by like a pinky. Right. But you're, you're also trying to control a lot, trying to control a lot. Yeah. Control him, control the relationship. There's a level of, of surrender and, like fully um, dropping into trust, faith in who you really are that you haven't quite gotten to because you've had to manage so much. You've definitely been in more of that doing energy versus the being energy. Yeah. And so yeah. I just want to ask you, what do you want him to work on? What do you want him to change? I guess in one way, this is maybe the one way that I do kind of wish he was we shared this desire to have growth, like you were saying, be a really important value, like a top, like a priority mm-hmm. that like exploring and growing just as who we are. I want that to matter to him as much as it matters to me, because to me that that's very tied into what kind of relationship we're going to have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So my suggestion would be this. First, really acknowledge him and thank him for therapy appointment Mm -hmm. and say, I'd really like to have a conversation about what we desire from each other. Like, I'd love to be able to talk to you about what I'd love to see in you and what really matters. And I want to hear from you what you'd like to see change or shift in me. Mm -hmm. That's something I kind of already said to him because I, I mean, I listen to your podcast, I listen to some other ones and I really it makes sense to me that the thing that really determines kind of whether a relationship is going to work or not is whether you are trying to kind of 
whether you want the same type of relationship or you want the same thing out of the relationship. Like right. if, if he just wants, I asked him once, what do you want out of a relationship? He goes, I just want a, a fun, trusting relationship. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, what does that mean? Like, mm-hmm. what does that look like to you? And he was just like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've said to him just, just recently, I said, I like, I have thought really hard about what I want out of a relationship. And I feel like that's something we need to talk about at some, like we need mm-hmm. to figure out if we both want the same thing out of a relationship, because my, based on the information I have, it doesn't seem like that's that we do, you mm-hmm. know, like it feels to me like you want something that is just very like, well, we're just, you know, we're just happy together and we just float along and that's fine. And there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that. That's kind of, but based on the information I have, that's what it sounds like. And mm-hmm. I, I guess I'd like to know for sure if that's what he wants, because mm-hmm. if it is, and I don't, I don't think that would work for me. Great. Then um, you get to have that clarifying conversation. And it's, but it's, yeah. it's kind of Sarah, like, and I love that you're owning this and that you see it. I definitely see your end in this. And I think you do too. Mm-hmm. And I think there's more to unpack around the things that you've picked up from parents, mom's controlling dad's yeah. complacentness. Like there's, like you said, there's pieces of both and there's definitely mm-hmm. an exploration into this protective part of you that shows up as more masculine that needs to handle everything. And it needs to dig deep and needs to come from the mind. Like there's Mm -hmm. a dropping into your heart and into your body that's there for you. You may not feel safe enough to do it with this person if he's not, you know, digging deep inside himself. Because for us to do that, we either have to do it on our own or be in a container where at least we feel like it's revered by the other and -hmm. understood and they're doing their version of it. So... My sense is you already know where this is headed, but I encourage you, if you do choose to end it, that you really not blame either one of you, but not blame yourself, but really own your end and understand that this didn't just end because Mm -hmm. he doesn't value growth. There was also the way you showed up in it. Because that's how you learn, mm-hmm. right? That's how you shift. A relationship is only a failure yeah. if we don't really learn what we want to learn. But it sounds to me, and even in, in my coaching of you, my conversation with you, it's just like a constant jump back to the head, to the head, to the head, mm-hmm. to the head, mm-hmm. which, yeah, which I, I get. And like I completely relate to. I spot it because I got it. You know, and It's when my... <laughs> such a big area of growth and transformation for me, especially in the last five years of really understanding what it means to be more in my feminine energetic, what it means to be more in that being and how to find power from that place and not need this super protective, controlling, more masculine part sort of running the show. And mm-hmm. so you might need to have a break or a break up in this relationship for you to really get some space and go in and do your internal work mm-hmm. because it seems like there's so much focus on the relationship. I know you've been doing your own work too, but there's so much focus on the relationship. It's like, all right, I need to, I need to pause. I need to take some inventory of me right now. I need to work on me and not mm-hmm. be thinking about the relationship and heal some of these patterns that have accumulated in my whole life that I've played out these past six years. So my sense is some yeah. kind of break or breakup is coming 
I just encourage mm-hmm. you to not do it because he's not doing his work, but really do it because, whoa, like we're not a match right now. Like we're not aligned right now. Like this mm-hmm. isn't, this isn't working for mm-hmm. either one of us type of energy. Yeah. I mean, I, I totally feel what you're saying there. Like, I feel like I have been trying so hard to like bring my attention and my energy and everything about myself back in towards myself because I know I feel like this unbalance in myself. It It's really uncomfortable, yeah. but I, I feel like I don't know how to do that when the, that part of my life, like the relationship part is just, it's so painful. Yeah. Yeah. It's challenging, especially when there's not a level of commitment to the work of both people. Yeah. It's, it's really challenging. I do have a, a quick question. I know we have to be done here soon, but I have tried so hard to try to, like, I see a counselor regularly. I'm seeing her like every week right now and she's great, but I really feel like I want to find someone who could help me work on exactly what you're saying about trying to get back into a place where I feel balanced and that I'm not just so heavily in my head Mm -hmm. and relying on controlling everything. And I, I feel very overwhelmed by trying to figure out like, who do I go to, to do that? Because there's just so many people out there. And I, I don't know if that's something you can point, point me in a direction or like help me look at, I don't know how to do that. The thing, great question. The thing that's intuitively coming to me did you listen to my podcast interview with Dr. Richard Schwartz on internal family systems? Um, it's okay I if you didn't. I don't think I listened to that one, but I, I'll make a note to do that. So I would recommend listening to that and see if internal family systems, IFS work. If you like, oh, wow, like this could be helpful to me because, you know, it's parts work. And I'm not yeah. going to say too much because I want you to really use your intuition and see if it resonates with you because there's the, you know, I could say, Oh, just find a, you know, a coach or therapist who could really help you like with the feminine energetic, but we can't really get into that until we deal with the protective parts that don't feel safe to go there. Mm -hmm. So I think you've just got some really strong protective parts and someone that's trained in IFS might be super helpful, Mm -hmm. but that was what intuitively came in. Have a listen to that episode see if it resonates with you. And then there's a website where you can look for someone who's trained in that modality because just talking about things, you're beyond that. You need different technologies. Yeah. Yeah. I I feel like that. I feel like often what that does is it just keeps me in my head. Like it does, it's helpful for certain things, but it just kind of keeps me in my my head about it. Yeah. So close your eyes for a moment and just take three nice deep Mm -hmm. breaths. If you want, you can make a sound on the exhale. It kind of helps us when we make that sound with our throat. It helps us shift the energy from the head because it starts to awaken the throat chakra. And just move your energy into your heart. Kind of that place, your heart, your gut, like that whole area. You could put one hand on your heart and one hand on your belly if you want. And just ask yourself, Is it in my and his highest good right now to continue this relationship? And see if anything comes forward. 
I do honestly feel like, like right now it is because I, I have felt like I, like there was something I needed to bring out in all of this. Like I've, I've known that there's some work I need to do in this mm-hmm. and trying to identify that or trying to like get okay, to so that you're point. Explaining, felt- which means you're back in your head. Yeah. So okay. when you went in and asked your heart and asked your gut, mm-hmm. was the answer yes or no? It was yes. Okay. Then that's all you need for right yeah. now. And you could ask that question every day. And until mm-hmm. you get a no, it's a yes. But I want mm-hmm. you to stop explaining and justifying. And I'm going to stay in it because. Mm-hmm. Because then you're just going to talk yourself into it. And you're going to go right back up into your head. And so we want to condition yeah. you to just really check in, feel the intuition, feel the impulse, and then be like, okay, for today I'm staying. And ask every day. And tell that okay. part of you that's like, should I stay, should I go? Tell that part of you, we're going to check in every day. And if the answer changes mm-hmm. to no, then we deal with it then. Take this day by day. Okay. Hard for analyzers. Hard for planners. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But this is a good surrender experiment. Mm-hmm. And just taking it day by day. Give yourself permission to just decide on a daily basis. Okay. How's that feel? That feels good. So thank you, Sarah, for being so coachable, for being so open and bringing forward a topic that so many of us deal with. So there was a lot that we unpacked in this. And I want to just reemphasize something I said, which is, for a relationship to be successful. And by successful, I don't mean to last a long time because there's lots of relationships that have lasted decades and decades and decades, but I wouldn't categorize as successful because neither person is really happy. (laughs) So time doesn't dictate whether relationship is successful or not. It's really level of growth, level of connection, level of satisfaction, level of freedom we feel to be ourselves, what we create together. There's so many other things that define success. But in order for it to be that way, we have to have shared values. We must. Not every single one, but I'd say out of five values, three to four have to match. Because if you don't have shared values, what's your compass? What's your North Star? Steph and I are very different. Oh my gosh, we're so different in so many ways. It's different personalities, different attachment styles, different backgrounds, just so different. And we both value growth, number one. And some of our other values are very much the same. Our values of love, our values of health, our values of connection, like we, our values are very similar. And that, that single value, that shared value of growth is what gets us through the times when we're just on opposite corners, you know, when we're just not agreeing. Because if you don't have that shared value, what brings you together? Truly, what brings you together? So if you're in that, should I stay or should I go? That would be one of the first things I would ask you is do you and your partner have shared values? Like are your shared core values similar and can that be your North Star? So my concern with Sarah is that her partner's North Star isn't that. And she's trying to kind of make it that. And who knows if it will be. Now, I trust her intuition. You heard at the end of the show. She doesn't feel like it's time to go. And I trust that and I respect that. And if she's not seeing that, wow, we both are really valuing growth and I'm over here owning my end, you're owning your end. We're talking about what we're learning together. We're talking about what we're learning as a couple. 
if he's just going to counseling to keep the relationship and if it takes like an ultimatum to really get there, part of me is like, I don't know. Where's the North Star? Where's the shared value? So maybe that's something that can happen. And the coaching I gave her was like, is she really being that invitation? Is she really creating that for him? Like, is she making growth look appealing? Because I know for me in my first marriage, I had all the information. You know, I was seeing Mona. I was going to the University of Santa Monica. I was reading all the books. I was doing the seminars. And I could tell my ex-husband all kinds of things about him and what he needed to do and how he needed to change and drag him to this workshop and that workshop and put this book in front of him. And oh my gosh. So I was preaching it. But was I living it? Were my actions really embodied? Was I a great advertisement for personal growth? Not really. Not really. I had the information, but was I really making him feel like he was seeing changes in me? Not really. So to be that invitation, doesn't matter, masculine, feminine, male, female, whatever, to be that invitation for someone else to step into growth, they have to feel safe. They have to feel like, oh, this is something that I like. If they feel attacked, if they feel judged, if they feel criticized, they're not going to do it. So I think Sarah's work is really looking at these protective parts of her that often maybe push him away or often cause reactivity or often cause walls to go up because it's triggering something in him when he feels attacked. She could be coming wanting connection, but if she's coming with a controlling energy, if she's coming with a judgmental energy, he's going to feel attacked and that's going to spiral him into some of the behavior we mentioned. Now, again, it's hard to know because I'm only talking to her, right? If I had him here, we could probably dive a lot deeper. But my overall coaching to her is look at your end of it. Look at how you're showing up. Look at your parents' dynamic and how you're playing this out in the relationship. Stop focusing on him so much. Stop focusing on the relationship so much. Stop focusing on wanting him to change. Express your desire. Let him go to counseling. But if she tries to control his counseling and is monitoring it and is like, what did you learn today? And what did your therapist say? And da 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 Like, he, it's just going to push him farther and farther away. So... I would say both of them need to go to their individual corners, really dig deep. And most importantly, I think I said most importantly twice, who knows, pregnant brain, they need to agree on if they share the value of growth. Because again, without that North Star, you're going to get really lost in the relationship. All right, everybody, that is the show for today. Thank you so much for listening. Much love and many blessings. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Over It Non With It. I love hearing from you. So please post your comments or questions at christinehasler.com slash podcast. That's also the place you can sign up to receive coaching from me in an upcoming episode. And if you love this show, please share it and subscribe on iTunes. You can find all my social media handles and sign up to be part of my community at christinehasler.com. Until next week, here's to getting over it and on with it. Much love and many blessings. Blessings.